Bobby Bones post show pre show. Well, where do we start? Uh, we're all still spread out, obviously. Just hanging out. We are um, all snowed in in different places. Eddie does have a big Jeep, so he was able to get over here again today. Yeah. Um, Amy did say, I'm going to try to get there tomorrow, which, if it ain't good, just <laughs> work, keep working from your attic. I know. I feel. I feel like nervous. I, I feel like I want to do it so badly because it'd be way more fun and better. And I'm itching to leave the house. But then I'm like, I can just picture myself, even though you live super close, sliding off the road or something. I guess once you get to the real roads, it's not that bad. Yeah, the neighborhoods are the hard part. But I, yeah. again, like, like I see a bunch of little cars going up and down my street and I live on a hill. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, if those people can do, I think anyone can really do it. But then I also see cars that are abandoned on the side. So I have no idea. When I was driving, when it first started a couple days ago, I had to drive probably 45 minutes north to shoot part of my TV show. And there were cars that were just off the sides of roads everywhere. And at the same time, there were 18-wheelers flying around me on the highway. (laughs) So I was just confused. Yeah, same with me. I don't understand. Like Maybe it's front-wheel drive versus cars that have rear-wheel drive. I have no idea. Hmm. Well, so that's that's the situation. Can people watch me now? Yeah, you're on on right there. Nice. Heck, this studio may end up being something. I may just move fully here. <laughs> we'll never see you. Just me. Jeez. Uh, okay, glad everybody's here. Thanks for uh, checking out the post show. A couple things I wanted to bring up was the concept of paying your kids for bits. Because this came up on the show with Eddie maybe last week. Uh, yeah, last week. Mm-hmm. Last week or early this week, where your son wanted to be paid if he could make get a segment on the air. It, 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 yes. I mean, it was really me telling him, like, trying to kind of light the fire so he can kind of get motivated to do things. I'm like, hey, I will pay you if you come up with bit ideas for the show. And if it gets used, I'll pay you even more. So, Amy, your kids heard this? Yeah, they know about it. And uh, <laughs> they feel like I talk about them often. I mean, they listen to the show, like, on the way to school. And so they know. There's been several times where they've been like, oh, that's my story. How cool. You're talking about me. Or my son's been like, don't talk about me on the radio anymore. Or don't use my name. So I try to respect that. But now they know that money's involved. They're like, well, pretty much if you're doing a story about us, we gave you that content. So <laughs> you should pay us no matter what. These kids. Well, here's the thing. There's a difference because the content they give you allows you to buy the clothes that they wear. The food that they're eating. The food that, absolutely. The, the video games they're playing. However, if they extra go, hey, I have an idea, I think they should be compensated, but not just to be talked about. Correct. Okay. That's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Tell them you think their idea is fantastic and you would love to compensate them if they come up with bits themselves. Okay. I'll give and then, I'll give the update. It's like the tooth fairy. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah. Just and do so it and we'll see what? how much money you get. What? How much did we decide on? I forget. Eddie, what'd you pay your kid? I we decided on uh, $1 per idea, $5 if it gets used. The problem oh, with $1 wow. per idea, that's tricky cuz they can just come with a bunch of crap. That's fine. Right. Like bad crap. Like, <laughs> "Dad, I think you should talk about leaves." That's fine, but he, I'm telling you, already right now, he hasn't given me ideas since the last one I pitched. Oh, really? So I'm like, come on, buddy. This is free money you're missing out on. Okay, well, let's see how this shakes out. I also pay Ray the same thing, a dollar an idea. <laughs> His incentive. $5, yeah. <laughs> Ray does send, so Ray will send me segment ideas, but they're so long. They're like 15 lines long. That sometimes you have to read seven or eight lines into it to even see if it's something that you would use. 
And by the time you read into it, you're like, I'm tired. <laughs> and so I don't know if half the stuff that Ray sends, I, it may have been good enough, but I just kind of go, I don't know if I'm going to keep reading this. Do you know that, Ray? Do you write yours long on purpose? I guess I write them so that I'm able to put in my brain kind of the angles I want to hit and so I can relive the story and so I get uh -huh. a feel for it. So it's mainly for you as well as for me. Okay, here, I'll read you one about uh, that Ray sent. This is a long one? Yeah. Ray says, Raymundo says his wife was singing lyrics that offended him. We'll talk about that next. He even wrote the tease for me. <laughs> he talks about himself in third person. Yeah, he does so third good. person and writes the tease. This is great. I think it's fantastic. Here he goes. We were in the car, and the Machine Gun Kelly Black Bear song came on, and my wife was jamming out to it. She was singing the lyrics nonstop, especially the part, I never fall in love. She kept singing it over and over. It was almost like she was saying it to me. And she was doing it passionately, too. I definitely was looking at her weird, like, what are you saying? Now, I realize it's just a song. But I was like, I hope you fall in love, because I thought you were in love with me. You told me that you loved me when we got married. Sure. It was just, see, I mean, it's a lot, <laughs> it's right? It's still good. Right. Sure. It was just a song, but I told her, hey, those lyrics are kind of hurtful, because I feel like you don't love me. We joked about it, but I was sure it was serious. For her to sing those lyrics that intensely made me feel like she wasn't in love with me, and in the hook it kept saying, I never fall in love, and over and over again. But y'all, that song comes on in the car, I'm changing the channel for sure. Do you like that? Well, when you read it? Then he wrote at the end, in her defense, the lyrics said, I never fall in love until I met you. <laughs> After all that. So, yeah, yeah, right? It's just long, yeah. dude. It's, like, very, it's, it's very the long. whole story. Yeah. I do appreciate that he writes a tease, though, in it. Mm. Like, you guys aren't writing teases. No, we don't do that. Uh -uh. Nah. All right, Ray, will you turn that song up? I want to hear it. I swear to God, I never fall in love. I never fall in love, but I can't get enough of it. Here's another Raymundo bit. Ready? Raymundo said he found a $500 item in the vicinity of the dumpster. Wait till you hear this story. That's a good tease. I'm in. Yeah? Yes. Ray, instead of me reading this one, because again, you know it's very long, why don't you just tell us the story, Ray? Yeah, I'll sum it up. So I go down to the dumpster, and usually people lean stuff against it if they don't want it. Well, there was a very expensive, expensive item down there, and it was a gamer chair, which was easily $500. Was it leaned against the dumpster? No. It was about... 15 to 20 feet from the dumpster. So the only thing I could think of, it was brand new. This chair almost had never even been sat in. And I thought either a girlfriend got mad, she was scoring something and threw the chair out, or it was a drunken night. I had no idea, but I knew that chair wasn't supposed to be outside. And so I was at the dilemma of, do I grab the chair? Because I could probably resell it or use it. And so I did grab the, uh, the chair and I took it back to my crib. And then are you using it? And then I decided, why not put it on Craigslist? So I did. And so I made $200. Thank you, person that put their gamer chair out <laughs> in the middle of the driveway at my apartment complex. Then he wrote, Amy took a chair one time because it was by the side of the road. And didn't we find out, too, that wasn't trash? They just had it on like near their curb, and then Amy had to give it back to them? Yeah. Right, Amy? I, got, mm -hmm, I had a voicemail or something from them. I remember we played it on the air, and... Yeah, it wasn't good. It it was their chair. I took it, and I had to return it. Lunchbox um, wasn't on the show today, but he also sent in the uh, $5 million to the dog will bit, <laughs> um, which a lot of people were like, hey, talk about this. Um, anyway, I think that's pretty much the notes I got from last night. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Amy, what's going on with you? Man, I'm just trying to figure out how to get some food. 
Yeah, like we're going to make a run. We're going to make like a run. We, ha- we have to. I need to take my dogs because we're, um, th- they are not getting along all the time. So we have this like daycare thing they, that they're going to be put in in the daytime. But we can't get there tomorrow. It's like 25 minutes away. Eddie, you want to be a dog delivery service? <sighs> oh, boy. I knew this question was coming. I How mean, much? I offered you to pick up for groceries. cash money. Yeah, cash money. Cash money. Yeah. Amy? She's no, my, this is not your agent. agent. No, we're not doing this again. <laughs> she did that last time, didn't she? I'll, really helped me out. But I'll need you to make two trips. What? Well, Her dog? Well, you're going to put them in your car and watch them go at it? They will go at it, huh? Oh, it's drive- that's like two hours worth of, you know, Tell them, Amy. Keep going. Yeah, Tell them. Yeah, that's em. a lot. Actually, so and in bad worth? weather, is it is it 25 it's not minutes bad weather. the weather's... Excuse me, have you gotten out on those streets? You're driving it's, around like you're freaking Talladega out there. Let me tell you, it's Five dangerous. minutes ago, you're like, little cars are driving up and down the neighborhood. <laughs> but then he also said, Oof. then I see cars like on the side of the road. Correct. How much to drive a dog there and back and pick up the other dog and take it there and back? Hmm. Amy, should we do $50 a dog or oh, more? Oh, come on. Well, that so fifty dollars a dog would be fifty dollars a trip. You got to factor in gas and mileage. Mm, but that's factored into that fifty. Fifty is already high. And gas is really high. You can right get now. there and back in an hour, and thirty bucks is high. Mm. Thirty bucks an hour? Are you kidding me? You're right. You talked me into it. One twenty-five for both dogs. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you, Amy. That's a deal, Bobby. You're that's getting steal, the dude. dogs there. I can get someone way cheaper. What are you talking about? Okay, okay. let's see. Big shot. Who? Get one. Amy, why are you working against me? Honestly, what's that? what's we're happening oh, here? I thought that that was fair. This is no. you know what's funny is my wife is starting to be like, how much money do you take from Bobby every week? <laughs> <laughs> She's starting to wonder. What, okay, Bobby, what about this? What do you let, think let me is call fair? Hold on, let me 100? call Caitlin. Hey, um, I have you on speakerphone. We're recording something, but I just have a question for you. Okay, I'm trying to because we need, have to take the dogs to that the training thing tomorrow, and I've asked Eddie if he'll take them, but one at a time. Because he has a Jeep, right? Yeah. And how much do you think Eddie should charge me to do this? Because he's, he's thrown out a number. I just want to know what you feel I should pay. Let me think about it. Okay. Eddie's your best friend. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. We both do a lot for each other just as far as like them and us. Yeah. Remember wait, we take them wait, food? What? Remember we drop food off at their house? Mm, I don't remember that. I think I made him lasagna. I made him yeah. a Yeah. Remember I bought him the PlayStation? It's my birthday. Yeah. Christmas, man. Yeah, foster kids. Free. What? No. Wow. Hey, listen. Amy's being a bad influence because Amy screamed out he's not going to do it for less than $125. No. Eddie said a $125 and I said, I mean... Yeah, give him 125. Yeah, Caitlin. <laughs> I'll give him 125. <laughs> What's happening here? She knows how important this it is, is to get how, those dogs over there. This is how, to, I mean, they're playing outside right now, so that's helpful. But it's important to get them there. And also, if we need something from Eddie in the future, he will do it because he'll remember we treated him nicely. I already Correct. treat him like the a prince. Correct. 125. It is. Walk across the pool. No, I paid him to walk across the pool. Okay. A hundred dollars. Oh, so, Bobby, can we talk about money. that? Don't do this. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> She's a smart okay. woman, Bones. Listen to Okay, her. for 125 bucks, Eddie, you'll take both dogs? You got it. There and back? Yes, sir. Or not that. You just, One at a time. What, what's up, Caitlin? One at a time, and he needs to play nature noises on the way there what? so they feel peaceful and at home. I love that. How do I get nature noises? Yeah, How about the window you. roll down? Is that good? <laughs> I playlist. Birds chirping. Yeah. Likes, family likes crickets. Yeah. All right, Caitlin. Whatever. Thank you.
All right, bye. Bye, bye. What, Amy, were you saying? Okay, I just want to point out to you that you threw out $100 without even blinking to see Eddie walk across the pool. Mm-hmm. You're acting that's like, this ain't a thing. I saw Adam Hambrick go, hey, that's the best thing about when you start to make some money. You can pay your friends to do dumb things. <laughs> yeah. And I take advantage of that for sure. <laughs> so when uh, you need your friend to do something really important, like transport That's why I think you dogs, shouldn't pay. I would do it for Eddie for free. I'd, I'd yeah, be like, and what I do you need? Do it, I would do it for you for free. Absolutely. I don't even... You know, Eddie asked me how much, so I threw out. I agreed with his number. Eddie said 125 after you said 100. I do now, feel like it, it's two visits back and forth, and it's dangerous conditions. So it's like hazard pay. Go ahead. Amy, do you need groceries? <laughs> how much are you willing to pay for groceries? <laughs> yeah, I you will need to pay, pay you for that. You need to pay for his groceries. Eddie's got a whole service. <laughs> Like right now's the time for this. And what's funny is he, the roads are actually awesome, and he's not telling us that. He knows he's just playing us for. He's like, guys, do not leave. Whatever They're you so do, so dry. He's like, good. he's like, oh, whatever you. Do. Everybody's dead out there. It's it's like a, an apocalypse has happened. Uh, okay, anything else we want to talk about before we go? I gotta get a COVID test, and I was supposed to go somewhere to get one, but. They were like, we don't want you to drive, so they're sending somebody here to give me a COVID test. You don't go anywhere. Like, so you're not really at risk for COVID a lot, but do you worry when you take these tests? Like, ooh, oh, yeah. somehow, All, some way. Every time. Um, I don't take them for me, though. I take them because I have to have to get on set. And we only have to shoot three more episodes of Breaking Bobby Bones. That's it for season one? We did, we've done thir- wow. 13 so far, which 16 episodes is a lot. you got to think, an episode takes me three days basically to do. So like a weekend, well, Friday, after the show, all the way Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And so at 16 episodes, that's four months if I don't take any days, any weekends off. And I have to have weekends to do some stuff, like other work stuff, and occasionally take a weekend off. So it's taking us about six, it's going to take us about six or seven months to do this whole season. I didn't realize that. Because I have the full-time other job. The real job, this one. You know? Oh, yeah, this one right here. Yeah. Um, okay, that's what's up. We're going to go. Amy, thank you for negotiating against me. Don't think I won't remember that. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> Wait, why are you holding this against me? He's the one taking your money. Yeah, you could have easily said, you know what, 50 bucks, 25 each way, and Eddie had been like, you know what, it's a great deal. I wouldn't have taken it. So what am I supposed yeah, to do with that? He literally just said he wouldn't have taken it. He says that now. Ed, trust me, Eddie's not a negotiator. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Uh, follow the show at Bobby Bones Show. If you don't, uh, follow me at Mr. Bobby Bones. And that's it. Thank you. Goodbye. And have a yes, Eddie. Not nothing. I was. You're holding your hand up. I was gonna tell you after you were done. What? Just to because I'm delayed, so I'm like, just it takes me a while to take the volume down. Oh, you were gonna say don't start talking crap about you. <laughs> so I was like, wait a second before you start talking crap. Okay. All right. I'm gonna wait a second before I start talking crap. All right. Bye, everybody. What's happening, friends? I'm going to say good morning, studio, but we're all going to be out of whack because we're all snowed in different places, basically. Just in case you're wondering, I am at my house. Eddie is at my house. Yeah, do you want me to morning studio you? You can. Okay. Uh, Raymundo is in the radio studio. Raymundo, good morning. Morning. And Amy is at her house. Amy, hi. Hi. And there's just a slight <laughs> delay between Amy and the studio in here. So we're all going to do it. Just try to do it at the real time you would do it, okay? okay. All right, here we go. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. <laughs> how far away? How far away was mine? Yeah, it was pretty far. Yeah, oh. all of them were different. 
Uh, so, all right, we're here. It's, we're iced in, but we're still doing the show. Uh, here's a voicemail from Daniel in Arkansas. Hey, we're just wondering when you're going to bring back the employee of the month. I uh, hope everything is good. It's snowing here in Harrison, Arkansas. I uh, hope you have a great day. Thank you very much. We plan to bring it back March 1st. Oh, okay. So after this month. So you guys really be be working hard this month, okay? Are you going to rotate like someone can't two-peat or nope. repeat? Nope. Okay, so so I have a chance uh-huh. eventually. I believe in free market. Okay. Everybody's got an open, wide open shot. It's not like Scuba's going to get it every month. He could. Oh. He definitely could. If he oh. does the best, he'll get it every month. Great. Uh, here is Jen from Colorado Springs. Hey, guys. Thank you guys so much for being so entertaining. I love listening to you guys in the morning as I am a delivery driver for Chick-fil-A, and I just love to laugh with you guys all morning. So thanks for all that you do. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. And finally, here is Hannah, who's got a message for Eddie. Eddie, I'm a registered dietitian. I am very concerned about your diet needs to be diverse so you don't get any deficiencies. Bye. Are you still on your Matthew McConaughey diet? Yeah, I am. I almost cheated this weekend, which was crazy. Like, I, I was tempted by an ice cream sandwich, but I said no eventually. I did take that bite, spit it out. Oh. Not going to do it. But I am changing. She's right. She's right, and I'm changing. I'm going to add a little bit of chicken because this fish stuff is getting a little old, so I'm going to start adding chicken to that. All Eddie's eating is two eggs, hard-boiled. Correct. Five ounces of fish twice a day and two cups of vegetables all through. Yes, Amy. Eddie, I don't think that she was referring to you adding just a different kind of protein for diversity. Like you maybe need some fruits or some other carbohydrates or something. Like switch, yeah. At least ice cream sandwich. Uh, Matthew McConaughey (laughs) said no fruit, so I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Hey, you guys remember the uh, the streaker that bet someone would streak and then ran out, streaked, and then got the money? Now apparently they're going, yeah, he's not going to get all that money. Because they found out it was him. So there are certain betting sites that aren't going to give him that money because he did it. He's already got some of it. Oh, okay. He got some. But some are going to hold back. He was unable to keep the secret, so he started bragging. And these offshore betting sites can keep people from doing whatever because they don't have to abide by any rules. (laughs) This reminds me of Raymundo. And the fact that he's still waiting on that Trump money. Mm-hmm. Ray, have you got your $50,000 yet? I have not. Very hopeful in the next couple weeks, though. Spirits are high. Hmm. This guy said he was going to get a lawyer. Yeah, I had a person in Dallas as well that said that they could definitely help me out, especially even over offshore. They, they said they specialize in stuff like that. And? Uh, I mean, I got to pay him. You got to like have a retainer and start paying him. So I'm like, oh, okay. When do I have to start paying you? That he's never getting that money, right? No, no chance. Right. I was reading about how people mispronounce these car companies wrong. For example, Amy, how do you say the the three letter car that I believe is German? It's like a fancy car. BMW. Right. That's how we would say it too. It's actually pronounced BMW. It's a German right. car, and the German actually pronounce it BMW. I guess that's how they say W there. Huh. What about the car that starts with a P? That's real fancy. I don't even know that I've ever even been in one. Porsche? Yes. Well, how do you say it? Porsche? The real pronunciation is Porsche. Um, and then finally, how about H-Y-U-N-D-A-I? Hyundai. Hyundai is right. Now, that one's easy for me, too. I have a Hyundai here, too, at the it's house. It's not Hyundai? No, it's not. Oh. It's just Hyundai. Love a Hyundai, by the way. And if you want to say Volkswagen the right way, you'd pronounce the V as an F. Volkswagen. (laughs) It's crazy. Volkswagen. It doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. 
Uh, there's your pronunciation guide for this morning. The top three songs in country music this week at number three, it's Darius Rucker, Beers and Sunshine. At number two, it's Luke Combs, Better Together. Some things just go better together and probably always will like a cool And at number one, her sixth number one, Kelsey Ballerini, Hole in the Bottle. There's a hole in the bottle Eddie, you like that one? I do like it. It's a jam. Is it? Yeah, it's definitely not a typical Kelsey song, so I love it. She said she wrote it as a joke. They were all sitting around, and she wrote it as a joke. Like, It's not my favorite Kelsey song. Yeah. Amy, why do you make that face? Oh, I made that face because Eddie goes, it's not the typical Kelsey song, so I love it. Oh. <laughs> me, it just sounded <laughs> I mean like, like that. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. It's different. That's a slam. Yeah, it sounds like a slam. Uh, your number one pop song is Ariana Grande, 3435. Can you stay up all night? And your number one alternative song this week is from Cage the Elephant. It's called Skin and Bones. There you go. Hey, you ever do that thing where you mean to send someone a text about someone else, but you accidentally send it to the person you were talking about? Uh, yeah, I have. It, either it's been on uh, DMs, which is horrible or I'm sure I've done that on text before but for sure DMs which is super embarrassing because you it's easy for that to happen on Instagram you're replying to someone's story and you think you're sending it to someone else and one time I said something and then it went to them well it would be like if I were going to reply to scuba Steve about Eddie I'd be like man Eddie shouldn't be wearing sunglasses all this week at work but I sent it to Eddie instead because Eddie's on my mind and I said so I've done that a couple of times. You, ha- you kind of have to back out of it. Like, oh, I was just kidding. <laughs> One time our boss did that about me. Oh, crap. I was shooting a, a thing for iHeartRadio doing an album release party, but it was on TV. And he sent a message that was like, I wonder when Bobby's going to start trying to get Botox. But he sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had Botox. I've never really thought about getting a Botox. And, uh, and, and I replied back and I was like, uh, I don't think this was for me. And he goes, yeah, 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 of course it was. I was just kidding. <laughs> Uh-huh. He was like, you know, like a lot of the other guys on TV do. They give Botox. I was like, bull crap. I got you. <laughs> so I was reading this story. This woman texts her boss that she can't get to work, but then accidentally texts him the champagne bottle she's about to open at a party. Oh, boy. <laughs> Again, probably for sort of the same reason. A woman texts her boss last week. She couldn't make it because of the snow. Something a lot of us are dealing with right now. We're all trapped in different places because of snow and ice. And then just a few seconds later, she accidentally texted him a bottle of a huge bottle of champagne. And her boss didn't fire her. He said, hey, I'll just see you tomorrow. But again, you got to look. Who are you texting whenever you do that stuff? So if you're going to fake to take a day off, at least be consistent with who you're sending what. 20 years old, named Roberta Clark, works as an electrician. <laughs> And so she's like, ah, I'm not able to drive to these houses. Sorry about that. And then the next one was a text. Oh, champagne. We have to go into work tomorrow. So I thought that was pretty funny. There's also another story I read last night. There is a guy whose neighbor has continued to let her dog poop on his lawn. In one way or another, we've all had this happen to us, either the pooper or the poopy. I do try to, one, not walk my dog where there are yards because if they do poop, I don't want it in someone's yard. Also, don't want to have to pick it up. I will, but I don't want to have to pick it up. 
But two, I'm not going to act like I'm too good. To, if Sometimes they poop. I act like I do. If I don't have something with me, I just keep walking. Like, I've done the fake bend down before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> just in case somebody's looking. Because now everybody's got a ring doorbell camera. <laughs> I'm not trying to see up on countrynow.com, Bobby Bones lets his dog poop in the yard and then keeps walking. <laughs> so this happened here. This guy was like, okay, do it again. I'm gonna pl- This is what happened. I'm going to play the bleeped audio. He shames her with a bullhorn. Mm. Okay, here we go. Here's the clip. Clean up your dog poop. Excuse me, ma'am. Hey, you, clean up your dog poop. Stop letting your dog poop on my lawn. You, disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> Look at it. I have children here. That's your dog. Please pick it up. This will be every day. I will watch you every day. I have you on video. Pick up after your dog. Please pick up after your dog. Amy, will that change that dog walker's actions? Uh, Yeah, I think she's definitely going to pick up now because she doesn't want to get called out like that. That's so embarrassing. I'm sure it hit her to the core. I would also be scared if somebody goes, I got video. I'm like, great, now I'm going to go viral. (laughs) That would scare me even worse than the bullhorn. One time I was... In Austin, and I had this rental car, and I was driving. I'm a pretty good driver. I was, And in Austin, I'm very aware of cyclists. There are a lot of them. And this guy almost hit me with his bike. Almost ran into my... And I was doing everything right. I'll tell you if I wasn't. He almost hit me with his bike. And then I think he may have been embarrassed, but he pulls out his phone and drives up right beside the car in the window, sticks Gosh. his phone in my window and goes, I got you. I'm putting this on the internet. You almost ran into me. And I was like, well, do it then, because I didn't do anything wrong. And he's like, you're going on the internet. And I knew I didn't do anything wrong, <laughs> but still for like a week, I was like, oh God, please don't put that on the internet because I can't, I can't prove anything. Yeah. And I was in this ugly yellow Mustang that oh. the rental car company gave me. <laughs> so I totally was going to look like a DB. <laughs> You're probably blaring some 80s music. Just, Definitely. Here I come again on my own. Oh, that whole fear of viral shaming is something. Uh. We have two dogs. And we've built this little gated area now on the side of our house so our dogs don't run off and run away. But I was talking to Amy last night on FaceTime, and Amy said, the house sounds like a pound over here, right? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there's just like barking, all kinds. I don't even know. It sounded like way more than two dogs. I think it must be the echo or something. (laughs) Because, yeah, you call over there and it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Well, it's mostly just the puppy. Stanley doesn't really bark that much. And they... When I first got her, we first adopted her, they did not get along at all. They get along outside fine now, but they still will go at it hard. I was playing PlayStation yesterday, and I was in the middle of a game, and I heard someone in the crowd of the PlayStation go, ah! And I was like, dang, the crowd's act. Then I heard him do it again, and I realized it's Caitlin screaming from the living room. Oh, no. So I muted and run in there, and she has got them both by collars. And one's got blood on their face, the other's got blood oh. on their face. They were go- she, has, she guards stuff. Her toy, she'll grab Stanley's toys and then guard them like they're her own. He's like, "Hey, give him my toy," and then she she'll just go at him and he'll go. He's bigger. Yeah, it just isn't pretty inside. So outside they're great. Inside we're still having trouble. So that's our dog situation right now. Bobby Bones, the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's thirty second skinny.
The ACM Awards are returning to Nashville. The show will broadcast live from the Grand Ole Opry House, Ryman Auditorium, and the Bluebird Cafe. The show airs Sunday, April 18th on CBS. Reba McIntyre makes a cameo in the new movie, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Reba plays a sea spirit named Trish who helps them in an incident. The film is in theaters and on demand now. Eric Church talked about the process of making his three new albums. I spent about a month on site. I did not anticipate the mental creative grind that doing this daily would do, where you have to come up with something every day. I got, got to where there was one stretch where there's three or four days I didn't sleep because when I would lay down at night to try to sleep after we recorded a song, first of all, you got a lot of energy from recording, but then immediately you go, we have to do this again tomorrow, and I have nothing. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. It was a long time in the making, but Wiggles the dog has finally found her forever home. She arrived at the Five A's Animal Shelter in Godfrey, Illinois, when she was three years old, and she was not very friendly at first. Dog trainer Carla Crane said Wiggles was not good with humans or other dogs, but she warmed up. Another obstacle came up when she was diagnosed with a benign tumor in 2016. The shelter decided not to operate because it wasn't cancerous, but eventually, after 11 years, the dog was adopted. Also, shout out to this this shelter here for keeping her for 11 years. Yeah, that's amazing. So good for Wiggles, the dog, finally adopted. Holy crap, what a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. Because of the ice storm, Lunchbox is not here. Eddie is filling in. Eddie? All right. This one comes to us from St. Louis, Missouri. There's two people hanging out at the gas station, and they're like, ooh, look, somebody left that van in idle, and they're in the store. Let's steal it. So they get in the van. They steal it. They're driving down the road, and somehow I guess they realize that uh, the van belongs to a funeral home, oh, and they're like, there's no. no way there's a body in here. They look in the back. Ah! Oh, no. There's a body in the back. So <laughs> they have to take a, a full day to figure out what to do with this van. Cops track them down. They find the body. Body's still there, thank goodness. Oh. But they arrest the two people. Get out of here. So <laughs> also imagine the family of the person whose body was stolen. They're thinking, oh, my gosh, we're never going to get that we're body back. We're never going to get the body back. Yep. Wow, yeah. what idiots. <laughs> I want to be in that van when they see the body. What? Oh my gosh. All right, that's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> A couple things coming up. One, Amy was hacked. Her Instagram was taken over by somebody else. I'll tell you what happened. Two, this dog was left a whole bunch of money in a will, like a lot of money. I'll tell you that story. Uh, first, I want to check in with Raymundo, our audio producer, who had to watch all of Bridgerton. Because he lost a game. Yes. We played this game, American versus British phrases. He lost. Ray, how many hours was Bridgerton? It was eight hours. So eight one-hour episodes you had to sit through. How long did it take you to get through it? I did it in two nights. I decided to split it up. My wife had already watched it, and she said she wasn't going to watch it again. She didn't love it. And honestly, it wasn't good. I... uh, The, the one time I was interested is between episode four and five because it was a little bit of a plot change. Other than that, it was tough to understand the Shakespearean talk. They add so much to sentences. Like if you just want to say, I want to go get milk, they would say, well, art thou Lord going to get the utter of a cow? Uh, and, uh, it's just totally unnecessary. It was confusing. You have to actively watch it, which is very frustrating. I, I didn't like it. And the writer for the newspaper was called... 
whistle down. So I, I rated it two lady whistle downs out of five. Wow. And that's the biggest Netflix show in ages. Hmm. And you only give it two out of five. It's just I maybe because they dance a lot, so girls are into that, and they and they drink, and they're lords and royalty. Other than that, I don't know what people like about it. W- weren't there some pretty steamy scenes? Oh yeah, there were at the beginning, and then it faded for a while, and then it just picks up out of nowhere. And I at times I had to close the blinds. I was wondering if the neighbors were looking in. <laughs> huh? It, I, I thought he would come back honestly and go. You know what? It was better than I thought. Bones, I really think it, it depends on like if you're forced to watch it. Usually when you're forced to watch something, you just don't like it. Yeah. I watched WandaVision, the first four episodes oh, of WandaVision. Okay. Who here has watched WandaVision? Not me. I. All? Are you done? Yeah, we're caught up. It's my daughter's like favorite. So every time they release, we catch up. So Wanda is a person, is an Avenger, or is like in the Marvel Universe, and Vision is a person. Mm-hmm. And so it starts off the first two episodes weird. And it's like they're a 50s TV show and then a 60s TV show. I'm on episode maybe five now. I think that's what I said. And it's now starting to get really good. It took a couple episodes for me to quite understand what was happening. It's cool how they set it and make it like a 50s TV show with lap track and then yeah. they do 70. But I'm just now starting to be like, oh, I got to watch the next one. And I think they're only coming out weekly, right, Amy? Yeah, I mean, we've had to wait, and so you have to be patient, but I agree. The first few, I thought, oh, no, this is going to be brutal, but of course I want to spend that quality time with her, So, uh, but now I'm into it. You're right. It's picked up to a pace where you're like, okay, this is interesting. What's going to happen? Well, and kids, back in the day, we had to wait every week for our favorite new show to come out with a new episode, and also, kids, back when we were younger, a commercial when you ran to the bathroom because you couldn't <laughs> stop it. You had to run to the bathroom or run to get yourself something to drink, and you had to be back because if someone was else watching, they'd be like, it's back on, it's back on. Mm-hmm. And then you come sprinting back in so you didn't miss any of it. Ah, the good old days. When DVR first launched, like TiVo slash DVR, my mind was blown. Yeah. I was like, you can pause live TV. Mm-hmm. Or record I, it and watch it a week later. Just couldn't what? comprehend it. <laughs> caller ID was like that to me too. <laughs> when we finally got caller ID, I would just pray anyone would call so I could run to the little box to see who it was. <laughs> And it was never for me, but I thought it was the coolest thing. As I look back at new technology things that have happened over my life that have made a big impact where I was just blown away that it could even happen. And you guys think about this. Three-way calling big time, was crazy for me as a kid because I said, wait, I can talk to Evan and Justy? <laughs> at the same time? We can get on and all. The problem with three-way calling was if someone called you, and you had call waiting, it didn't work during three-way calling because you had already used all your lines. So after three-way calling, it was caller ID. And I was like, you're telling me it can recognize anybody's number. And if it didn't have their name, it at least had their number. So that was nuts to me. I would say the fact that you could put 100 songs in a little machine, Mm -hmm. like an iPod, maybe 1,000 songs. Pretty amazing couldn't understand how you crammed that many songs in that box. And I remember <laughs> when people started to play their music from their phone, they had an iPhone. I didn't have an iPhone till late because that was expensive. And I was like, I can't believe people don't have two things. I was like, we'll always have iPods and iPhones. Yeah. Now I can't even imagine carrying around a second thing for music. You know, it's all on a phone. So that was a big one. DVR was a massive one for me. Amy, what comes to your mind when I talk about that? Oh, I mean, well, you've kind of said some, but mine are like earlier uh, in life, like uh, email. I mean, I didn't have my own email address until college. 
So, I mean, that probably sounds so weird to some people, but I remember setting it up my freshman year and emailing with friends. It was crazy. Yeah, we were at, we're at the age, though, if you were born in the 80s, which, except for Eddie, we all 79. were. Yeah, 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 yeah. That all of this digital revolution happened during our lifetime. Mm-hmm. When we were young to teenagers, I remember the first time I could get on a message board yeah. and you write and you push send and you post a message. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. I can write whatever I want and people <laughs> will see it. I had a couple pen pal girlfriends on message board that I never met, but we'd send pictures back and forth. It blew my mind yeah. that I could meet people on the internet. Eddie, anything for you? Oh yeah, mine's the same realm, AOL. Like AOL do chat rooms and I am instant messenger. Oh yeah, I am was big. Game changer. Dude, I had a girl in Vegas. You talk about your girl. I had a girl in Vegas, never met. Playing Yahoo Chess <laughs> to me was big. Oh, yeah. Because I could get on with people and play, and I would try to move my ranking up, but I was like, I'm, I can't believe I'm playing a real person right this now. It's crazy. For all you kids out there, this is we lived in a revolutionary time when we got to watch all of this transfer over. So, <laughs> see? <laughs> the good old days. The good old days, man. Amy, how did the hackers get into your Instagram? I have no idea. I guess they guessed my password or got it correct or somehow got in there, I did get a notification on my phone saying that someone had logged into my account from Dallas, Texas and asking if it was me. I was in the middle of something super important, so I didn't have time to like address it, but I clicked, no, that is not me. And then I carried on with my day. And then I didn't really think about it because I wasn't on Instagram. Then I got an email from a listener saying, hey, I pretty sure you've been hacked because I started DMing with you. She's like, it had the blue check mark. So I thought, well, this is Amy, but something seemed off, but she just rolled with it. She gave them her cell phone number. So the, and then they texted her immediately. And then the text seemed weird to her. Uh, so finally she quit communicating with them. And then they blocked her from my Instagram so that she couldn't go and like send any more messages or anything. I've got it all fixed now and a new password. So nobody's in there, but I don't know how many DMs they sent out. I guess they deleted them because I can't see them. And so I don't know how many people ended up giving their cell phone number and maybe think like to this day, they're still texting with me, but they said they were going to do an I'm fine giveaway, like a pullover giveaway. And they're like, Hey, Hey, they acted like it's me. And they're like, I want to give you this pullover. And she's like, I didn't enter a contest. They're like, no, just random selection. Give me your cell phone number. So that's how they started texting. And so if you're texting with me right now, it's not me. (laughs) And also they started the text off with her. The way they were communicating, I feel like they were trying to talk like me, but I don't talk that way. They text her right away and said, hello, gorgeous. How's your Valentine's weekend? And I'm like, okay, I don't ever text people, hello, gorgeous. And then they did a lot of LOLs. She would reply back something and they were probably like, LOL. <laughs> Do you feel like, because a lot of times where I've been either hacked or had hacking attempts, it's been someone from another country. Do you feel like it was someone from another, I know I said Dallas, but do you feel like the language they were using was like broken-ish English? No, it sounded as though they listened to the show. They know us, who we are. And they were, because they they did the whole sweatshirt giveaway. They were talking like me. I just want to, you know, give back. And, you know, we try to do so much good on the show. This is our way of like helping out. I mean, they were speaking how I think our listeners would think maybe we talk, but I don't. I don't talk that way at all. So it was weird, but I could tell they were trying. And the the number she was texting with was an Austin area code. 
which oh. I was born and raised in Austin. So I don't know if they t- they chose that number purposefully to make it seem like it was more like me. I don't know. Wow, that's weird that they studied, or maybe they listened to the show. Usually hackers are somebody from out of country who they're just doing a massive hacking scam. Is your password something you could easily guess? I didn't think so. Now it's it? super duper hard. No, I <laughs> oh, changed, you changed it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Can hackers tell me, is there another way to access without knowing the Well, I'm surprised too it didn't kick them out when you said that wasn't you. Or maybe it did lock them out right then. Maybe. Maybe that's where it ended, but I don't know how long. Yeah. I I didn't do it right away. Again, I was in the middle of something like super important. And so I wasn't that concerned about it because I thought, "Eh." and then what are they going to do with my Instagram? I I just was like, I'll figure this out later. And then, yeah, what they're going to do with it is try to scam people. Who knows? I think if she had continued to text, I feel like their end game maybe was to eventually ask for money or something. Like Venmo me. Hmm. Yeah. Like we're we're trying to raise money for this charity. Send me this. Yeah. Mm, Speaking of money, there's this guy named Bill Doris. He died late last year. He was 84 years old. He had an eight-year-old border collie named Lulu. He left that dog $5 million. What? Five million dollars. His friend Martha had been watching Lulu for him for several years because he got just really sick. And the will specifies the five million be placed in a trust to provide for Lulu's care and that the dog should remain with Burton. You know, Burton's getting a new house. Oh, uh, yeah, you, for sure. You know, oh, I'm, listen, I bet she takes great care of the dog. <laughs> She has to be reimbursed for normal monthly expenses as approved by a conservator managing the trust. But just because Lulu the dog is now a millionaire, it says that this lady won't be buying lavish gifts for herself. Uh-huh. But I would buy the dog the most awesome stuff and then pawn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, Lulu needs this gold-encrusted doghouse. And then I'd show up on Pawn Stars. Hey, how much can I get for this gold-encrusted doghouse here? So there have, have other stories. Uh, Leona Hemsley... Leona Helmsley left $12 million to her dogs in 2007. There was another businesswoman who left 100000 bucks to her chihuahua. And Lauren Bacall left $10,000. And listen, if you have a bunch of money, $10,000, I don't feel is crazy for the care of your dog, right? But $5 million? It's a lot of money. How long do you think that dog's going to live? That's crazy. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So if you're having trouble falling asleep at night, Keith Urban might be able to help you out. He put out a sleep song called I Am Home. All the way through the dream. Huh? <laughs> the song is almost an hour long, and he wow. created it for the Calm app, which is designed to help people sleep better and reduce stress and anxiety. That must be a heck of a payday to do an hour-long song. Or does, is he just saying the same thing over and over again, I wonder? But that is pretty calming. Hey, turn that up again. Let me have a little bit more of that. got bad news if you're really into using the laughing crying emoji or wearing skinny jeans or parting your hair on the side well i was told i guess a couple days ago that the straight ahead laughing with tears coming out is just for old people yeah a 21 year old kid told cnn business that once he realized his mom was using it all the time he stopped 
<laughs> yeah, I was told again that you should use the one that's either turned to the side that's laughing really hard or the skull because you're dead from laughing. Oh, okay. Thanks for the inside tips. I was most bummed about the skinny jeans part of this because I wear skinny jeans all the time. So I'm like, oh, great. I'm also not trying to be 21 years old, so I don't care. Good point. <laughs> Good point. I do have my hair parted down the middle, though, so I, I appreciate the tips from the millennials, though. And then, Bobby, I know you and Caitlin's wedding is coming up, and I saw that a lot of brides are starting to have a wedding theme after Bridgerton because they were so obsessed with the show. So they're starting to look for ballrooms to book their a reception in and they're putting corsets in their dresses and they want the flowers and the dancing to represent Bridgerton. Okay, we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> she only kind of liked Bridgerton and we're not doing a, a theme like that because... Especially if we did it over a TV show, it would get five years down the road. It, it just doing something right on with pop culture probably ends up looking funny years later. But we're we're not doing that. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. Man, the timing of the story is great. So there's this senior U.S. federal district judge out at his ranch in Texas. His name is James Nowlin, and he was taking the trash out. Didn't take his cell phone, nothing else. He was just going down. I mean, I don't know, but a ranch in Texas can be huge. Someone may not drive by and see you if you need help. He slips and falls, breaks his hip or fractures his femur, excuse me. And yeah, he's 83 years old. Mm. Luckily, an Amazon driver was out on their route and could see him laying and waving his arms from the ground and so she was luckily paying attention. She said something in her, just said, hey, look that way. And she looked and she saw his arms flailing. So she was able to help him out. And then the story gets even better. Uh, she, he learns that she has been taking the bus to work for the last seven years and trying to save up to get a car. So he bought her a brand new Buick. Wow. Shout out her. Yeah. And a Buick. Her name is... <laughs> He's 83. <laughs> I mean, perfect. I yeah. mean, if you were like hey, like, you need a shirt, I'm going to buy you a hypercolor shirt. <laughs> like, that would make sense. That's big when I was a kid. Hey, she's thankful for it. I think no it's great. What. No, no. I Man. think it's fantastic. I'm just saying. No, in the 80s, my mom got a Buick and we, no, we were No, that's my like, point. This way. My mom had a Buick. It was amazing. <laughs> like, she, yeah, I remember It's a being, great. Yeah. Why are you laughing so much? <laughs> that's pretty funny. What? what? <laughs> That makes sense. Give you a Buick. I know, but then you'd like it. Anybody right now is driving in their Buick. Like, what's wrong with my Buick? No, nothing. I know. It's just if you, how old is she? The Amazon driver, probably twenty five or thirty. <laughs> You're just happy you get something. Younger. I've been there. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, she, uh, her name is Alicia Infante. So shout out to her, and then glad that James, uh, District Judge James, out on his ranch in Texas is uh, doing well. To me, Buick is fancy. Yes. But, but older. Older yes, and older. nice. Yeah. Yes. I've seen commercials where they're, they've redone them. They, they are. are. It's they're hilarious. It's a commercial. They go, what are you driving? I'm in the, Bu- that's a Buick? You know, like, what, <laughs> yeah, you, you know like, what I mean? Yeah, like, the, the valet's like, like, oh, whoa, wow. This is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Check, they have a Buick Encore. Mm-hmm. Buick Encore. Buick Envision. And these are pretty yeah, legit. They are. Huh. So maybe that's what he got her. <laughs> all right. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Don't forget, coming up, we'll do the cheesy 80s pop songs that will distress you. That's coming up inside of this segment. First, let's go to Amy and get in the morning corny. 
The morning corny. Does every sentence need to include a vegetable? Does every sentence need to include a vegetable? Hmm. Not necessarily. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. So they took song tempo, what songs are about, and they tried to find the best songs to de-stress. If I'm sitting at home and I'm like, man, I'm just so wound up, I go right to my kind of folk, light pop, John Mayer, Matt Carney, acoustic singer. Like for me, that's what takes me down a little bit. It's like coffee shop music. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Like the coffee house. Okay. (laughs) I listen to that channel sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That for me is de-stressor. But here you go. Here are two songs. Bette Midler's Wind Beneath My Wings. That's a jam song, though, right? It is a jam. And then Blondie's Call Me. me. Amy, what do you listen to if you need to de-stress? Nothing. No no music at all? Oh, yeah. I turn everything off, even if I'm in the car. And I, yeah, I just want silence and I breathe. That's how I de-stress. There's a lot of, like, slow Garth I would listen to, but you can't get it unless you're on Amazon. <laughs> and right. I don't listen to music on Amazon. You know, I listen to iHeartRadio or Spotify or maybe a little bit Apple Music, but mostly those other two. And you can't get Garth in those places. So I have a 90s country playlist that sometimes if I'm going to work out and I, if I'm not running, if I'm running, I'd have my own type of music. But I have a 90s country playlist that I'll, that I'll do at times too. But those two songs, try those next time. Instead of being quiet, Amy, do Bette Midler, Wind Beneath My Wings. Not only will you chill out, you'll think about me. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes. Uh, There's a guy who found himself in jail again. He carjacked a 16-year-old girl 20 minutes after he's released from prison. Oh, my God. So I read this, and I think, here's a guy that just didn't want to be out of jail more than anything. I don't think here's a guy that can't stop committing crimes. I think here's a guy that... Left prison was like, oh, crap, I don't know what to do now. Hey, what do they call that? Institutionalized? Where they feel like they need to be in prison more than they need to be out in the real world? I know that on Shawshank Shawshank. Redemption that (laughs) happened. That's the only thing I know it from. (laughs) Right. What did you think, Amy, when you saw this story? This guy's he's out of jail 20 minutes before he carjacks someone. Okay, so I feel like if you want to go back to jail, can you commit a crime that doesn't traumatize somebody else? Mm. I don't think that matters. I think it's quickest crime you can commit. Well, I know, but I mean, I'm just saying at least be considerate of that. That's what, I just feel awful for her that she had to go through that. I'm glad he was caught again, but like, I don't know, figure out something else you can do to get put back in jail. Or he just was something about that is like a fix for him. And he was like locked up and he couldn't get his fix. So he was like, he got out and it took him 20 minutes to like fill that need. I'm going to bet he just wanted to go back to jail. That's too quick. 20 minutes? You can't even get home in 20 minutes. Two things in this segment. First of all, the U-Haul story, what they found in the U-Haul that got the guy arrested, and Amy's daughter almost blew up their house. (laughs) Both of those in this segment. Uh, Let's start first with the U-Haul story. A guy in Philadelphia was arrested after a blank was found inside his U-Haul. Eddie? I'm thinking tiger. Oh, like a live tiger. Or a lion or tiger, something like that. A big cat. Amy? A body. Like a human body? Yes. <laughs> well, 
One of you is right. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A man of Philadelphia was arrested after a dismembered body was found inside his U-Haul. Oh, my. Amy, you're too dark for this game because she got it right. Louise. <laughs> a 47-year-old Philadelphia man has been charged with burglary and abuse of a corpse in the case of a dismembered body that was found inside a U-Haul. Teray Herring was arraigned Saturday morning. He was ordered without bail. They say that the medical examiner's office is still in the process of ident- identifying the victim and that they're trying to investigate the death. The body parts recovered were consistent with an adult male, but they don't really know. They found the victim's torso in this burglary scene, and then they found the truck, and there's other stuff in it. What? So here you go. The victim's torso was found about 9 a.m. Thursday after police officers responded to a call of a burglary in process. Police followed a U-Haul that drove away from the property, and after pulling the driver over a short distance away at the intersection, they found the dismembered body inside in a trash bag in the back of the truck. Dang. Like there's some like either mobster or cartel stuff going on here, right? Because that doesn't just happen on a straight burglary. Talk to me, Amy. You watch all this stuff on TV. Well, I didn't want to scare y'all at first, so I just said body, but my first guess was actually body parts. Yep. And it sounds as though I was correct. And yeah. I mean, crazy stuff like that is happening all the time. We got to figure out who this person is. Mm. But does she think it's You're the cartel, cartel expert, Amy. Do you think this... I would say it's mob or cartel. Where was it? Yes. In Philadelphia. But that's, mm. they're everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere, Eddie. I know. Eddie, you're from the cartel capital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down in South Texas, that stuff was real and happened all the time. But I'm thinking, Bones, any this could happen with anyone. Anyone that's like just... Do you remember in Austin back in the day, a... a, a this guy did it to his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, and then they just did it in the tub and like cut it all these different pieces. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh-uh. like so he wasn't part of the cartel. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. And when you were growing up in South Texas, was mm-hmm. it pretty safe though? No. Well, I thought it was safe because I was a kid, but my parents were always warning me of things like, "Don't do this alone. Don't go to Mexico." For sure, was the one big deal. Like, don't cross over because that was common for us to go eat in Mexico for like the afternoon and come back. So they were like, "Do not do that because you have no power over there. You're in another country." So that was big, but you were pretty safe in America for the most part. Did you ever sneak over to Mexico? All the time. In high school? All the time. I would, I would skip class and go have lunch in Mexico, have a beer, come back. Have a beer legally? Well, yeah, in Mexico, you just if you're old enough to reach the bar, you can drink. There's not a legal drinking No, age? not whatsoever. Wow. Yeah. A- Amy, did you ever go into I, w- I walked across once, and we walked across, no problem. Now you have to have a passport. Sure. But you just walked across. I remember walking across, and... As soon as I crossed over, everyone was trying to sell me chiclets. Yes, the little five-cent gums. Uh-huh. They were like, chiclet? Chiclets. Uh-huh. You can even talk them down to one penny if you want. You haggled with the chiclets? Absolutely. Oh, Amy, did you ever go to Mexico walk across? Oh, yeah. I mean, my dad had a lot of work in South Texas, so we would, like, similar to Eddie, we'd go to Mexico for lunch, or my dad would go to get pedicures, which I thought was weird, <laughs> or, or dental work. It was way cheaper there. Was he getting pedicures? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I don't know about that. Thinking back, Amy, do you think he was getting pedicures? I don't know. <laughs> yes. You probably don't want to think about that. Yeah, and you probably. Was, yes. we, we should probably just move on from Amy's dad and talk about her daughter instead. Uh, so, what happened at your house with your daughter? So she was baking because uh, it's you know winter wonderland there's not much else to do so she does like to bake anyway but I wasn't paying that much attention to what she had going on and it required that you melt caramel in the pan so she put a metal pan in the microwave with the caramel inside and if you put a metal pan in the microwave it it could catch fire 
and be really bad. So all of a sudden, I, we start smelling like this burning, like something's on fire smell. And I start freaking out, but I can't figure out what, where is it coming from? Like, what is going on? And then finally, I make my way over to the microwave. Sure enough, I open it up. Yeah, she's melting caramel in there. And we had to open up the doors to air out the house. Like it could, I'm glad I caught it when I did. Luckily nothing happened and who knows for sure. But I just know I was always told never put metal in the microwave. It could catch fire. And sure enough, like we were smelling the potential of that. Can you put aluminum foil in the microwave? No. No. Same thing. No. Okay. I duh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you already knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just testing you guys out. <laughs> and obviously, you can't put forks in the microwave. No. No. Nothing metal. Is that the only thing? I mean, well, like, probably like, no, not no like a Ziploc things. bag. But paper towels. Yeah. You yeah. can put that in there. Sure. You can. Yes. It doesn't catch a fire. Towel. No, it doesn't. Okay. I duh. <laughs> of course, you knew yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. I don't think that I know my microwave. I guess I've put stuff on a paper towel before. And it didn't catch on yeah. fire. You know there's even like plastic bowls that aren't microwave safe and you can't put those on there either because they'll melt. The plastic will melt? Absolutely. I saw a story on TikTok where this girl said, I asked my husband to put away the uh, dinner, like the leftovers, mm-hmm. and he just took like the whole crock pot and put it in the fridge. <laughs> I've done that. Totally. Hilarious. <laughs> I laughed out loud. I just put that on my Instagram this morning, actually. Like, it's so funny. On the phone right now, David from Oxnard, California. Hey, David, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm going to give you a chance to win a prize. And it, sometimes it's pretty good prizes. We have something we call crap from the back, which means a lot of stuff we get sent to us, we don't keep, we just give it away. But we're going to give you a chance to win here. Now, today is Ash Wednesday, and what we're going to do is give Amy 10 easy Bible trivia questions. You can pick if she gets all 10 right or if she misses at least one. So it's up to you. These are easy Bible trivia questions. Does she get all of them right, or does she miss at least one? Oh, I love Amy, by the way, and I have. Um, I would have to say that she gets them all right. Okay, oh, Amy, you got to go on. ten no. for ten. There's no way. <laughs> it's some pretty good prizes we're going to send him to with crap from the back today. So if you get ten out of ten, he wins the prize. Are you ready? Uh, ready. Question number one. Who were the first people God created? Adam and Eve. Correct. That's an easy one. One down. Amy, question two. When Adam and Eve disobeyed God, he made them leave. What is the name of the place they left? Garden of Eden. Correct. Wow. Nice. Question number three. What town was Jesus born? Oh, little town of Bethlehem. Bethlehem. Correct. Three. Okay. From what town he was born in to what town did Jesus grow up in? Jesus of Nazareth. Correct. Wow. Nice. Four for four. <laughs> David, how you feeling right now? She's four for four, doing pretty good. I'm feeling very confident. You got this, Amy. Oh, well, You got thank this, you. Amy. Six more. <laughs> Amy, who baptized Jesus? John. Correct. John the Baptist. John the Baptist. Nice. I'm going to ask Eddie this one. It doesn't count. Whoa, 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 see if you get one right. This is Amy's game. What's the first book of the Bible? Oh, that's Genesis. Amy would have got that one for sure. Amy, you got that one? Yeah. Promise on the Bible? The last one you're going to ask me, okay? <laughs> yes, I promise on the Bible. All right, there you go. Genesis <laughs> means the beginning. That's true. Number seven. 
What is the first miracle of Jesus recorded in the Bible? Ooh, water into wine. Correct. Thank you for that. Nice. <laughs> three to go. David, any encouraging words you want to give Amy in our last three questions? Um, like I said, you got this, Amy. Um, you just reiterated. I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Consistent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. How many days after Jesus was crucified did he rise from the dead? Oh, three. Correct. On the third day, right. Nice. Wow. Two left. Through what did God speak to Moses in the desert? A burning bush. There we go, Amy. Wow. Come on, I have hey. one more. Hey, you got to go hard, though, on this one. Like, no. Like, read a verse and say, which book is this from? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Amy. How hard should this one be? It should be the same as all the others because this is called easy trivia. But doesn't it get a little harder as it goes? I guess so, sometimes. Your final question. How many brothers did Joseph have? Oh, man. Oh, no. Now, Amy, I can, I, you can talk to Eddie and Ray about this one if you want. <laughs> I'm no help. Okay, Eddie and Ray, I need your help. I think it, I don't know, at first I was thinking it wasn't that many, but now I think it might be like a lot. How many brothers? Is brothers, is brothers technically disciples? Uh, no, that's not what you mean, right? How Bones? many brothers did Joseph have? But I don't think Joseph was a... What, what would you guess, Eddie? So I first thought maybe two. I feel like somewhere in there my mind is taking me to Joseph having two brothers and they all like hate, not hated each other, but were very competitive with each other. And one of them thought they were better than the other. So I'm going with two brothers, Amy. But I don't, I really don't know. Ray Mundo, what is your guess, Ray? Honestly, I thought it was the exact same thing. Two, one liked him and one disliked him, I believe. Yeah, something like that. Amy? I I have I <laughs> I was thinking it was two two, but then when I went with my theory that it's a lot more, nobody agreed with me. I'm not saying anything. I'm gonna tell you this. It's more than two. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Well then I'm just gonna go with I I don't think it's the disciples you're referring to, but there's a dozen, so there's twelve of those. So that would mean he has eleven, including him is twelve. How do you feel about that, Eddie? I like 11. Why? Because you're going more than two, and then when I thought about that, I said 11 came to my mind. If you remember correctly, he had 11 brothers and one sister. So it's 11 brothers? It's 11 yeah! brothers. Oh! <laughs> I did not remember correctly. Woo! Yeah, you're, you, you weren't right in how you got there, but you did get there the right way. Wait, you weren't right in how you got there, <laughs> but you were right with your answer. Yes. Wait, there you so go. did I win? You yeah. did win. 10 out of 10. Woo! There she is. David, you got to feel pretty good after that performance, huh? Oh, yeah. I feel very good. I was praying for her all the way Ash Wednesday today, so I got to give that prayer to her. <laughs> there you go. Hey, David, tell me what's up with you. How, how's life? It's, uh, it's, it's going okay. Just trying to survive this pandemic right now. It's uh, kind of unfortunate because I'm not working right now, so I really want to go back to work. What were you doing? I'm a school bus driver. Oh, and, and our schools so, just aren't in where you are? Yeah, uh, here in Southern California. Uh, they're ta in talks of opening it right now, but it's just all up in the air right now. So um, it's uh, unfortunate, but, you know, what we got to do to keep everyone safe. Well, I like your, your attitude and your outlook, and I think your day is going to be at least half a percent happier when you get some crap from the back. There he is. <laughs> 
David. Uh, David, appreciate you, but stay on hold for one second. We'll make sure to get you down and, and good luck and keep that attitude positive. I love that. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A mother and her toddler were hanging out down by the river in New Jersey and the river's frozen and she does what anybody would want to do. Let's go, let's go walk on the river. Takes the toddler out. They get about 50 yards out there and all of a sudden, Crack, they fall through the ice into the water, so they're stuck in the middle of the river. So they onlookers call police, and Elmwood Park Police Chief Michael Falingo shows up. He's like, I got to get out there. Runs next door to the gas station, finds a canoe on the side of the building. No paddle, grabs a shovel. Shovel, wow. shovel as a paddle out to the middle of the river and pulls mom and toddler to safety. Mm. That Shout out him. Amy, if you had a toddler, would you think I got to go walk on that river? <laughs> I probably think I would. I wouldn't take the toddler, though. No, no. chance. Mm-mm. But again, where I come from, rivers don't freeze. So I'd be afraid to do it anyway. Yeah. So just a crazy story. Shout out to that police officer. Wow. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hope you guys are good. I hope you're warm. And I'm glad you're here with us this morning. It's Bobby and Friends. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Story. We'll start with the, well, what's happening to us here as I'm at home, Amy's at home. We're all just kind of locked in because of the winter blast. But the brutal winter blast still has millions without power. Now, we've been lucky where I have all my power. I have a lot of friends that don't have all the power right now. As people are still struggling to stay warm today, forecasters say 115 million Americans from Texas to Massachusetts are on the path of a new storm packing snow and ice At last check, power is out to nearly 3 million people in just Texas alone. Some people have been without power since Monday when the storm hit. They're investigating in Texas why a lot of my Texas friends are without power. I was Mm -hmm. literally looking at my friend Lauren Petrowski, who lives in Austin, who was on Fox for a long time. And she's like, hey, we haven't had power in forever. They finally got their fireplace up and running. But I saw that and just best wishes to all you folks out there battling this in some way or another. We haven't left the house. We're going to try to make that Kroger run today, if possible. We're, we're really considering it. We're just <laughs> out of food. Um, so, yeah, everybody out there that's dealing with this, man, wishing the best for you over the next couple of days. Jeep owners give healthcare workers rides to work in bad weather. I saw this. When snow and ice made road conditions dangerous in New Albany, Indiana, a bunch of Jeep owners got together and saved the day. The Southern Indiana Jeep Members Group volunteered to give healthcare workers rides to and from work back and forth to the hospital, which I thought was really cool. And our local Jeep club, Eddie, yeah. said, hey, I'll, I'll go and get your groceries yesterday. Yes, and you declined my offer, well, which I just cool. Felt, I felt bad. The grocery stores are packed. You sure. have four kids at home. You've been at my house all day. You know, like on the way home, too, I saw a bunch of people walking from their houses to the grocery store. And I offered a couple people. I'm like, hey, get in, man. Like, I'll take you to the grocery store. They're like, no, we like it. Snow's fun. Like, okay. (laughs) So they didn't take me up on it either. The weird thing is here it's supposed to hit us again, Uh like this afternoon or tonight. And then you're just kind of locked in again. Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) I miss that. (laughs) You miss the weather. All you have to do is go click, 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 click. It's all right there. It's all the palm of your fingertips. Um, we have and no then food finally, either. a power outage forced health officials to administer 5,400 vaccines. 
They said it looks like the scene from a zombie movie movie in a rush to get it. Here you go. Here's a clip. As we started to run, we weren't really that many people around us. And then uh, as we got closer, it was just people just started streaming out of the woodworks. And then it was like an absolute mad dash toward the end. There was just tons of people running across fields and stuff. It was it was a dash. It was sort of like those post-apocalyptic movies where you have to see like people in the, the streets just running. And then people are like, why are they running? And then they look up and like, oh, no. It was like that, but we were all running forward. Everyone trying to get that vaccine. There's a power outage in Houston. We're talking about Texas where the freezers went down. And they have thousands of doses. Oof. And they're going, hey, they get online. If you want it, come and get it. And so, like they said, there are people running from all angles in order to get it. They scrambled to administer over 8,000 doses of the vaccine before they all started to thaw out. Uh, 5,410 were distributed, which is that number I, I read up there earlier. There, it, but, but there were like 3,000 that went bad because they couldn't get them all in mm-hmm. a time. Can you imagine, too, how rapid those nurses i'm assuming it's nurses giving the shots i mean they're just like boom boom thank you next thank you next (laughs) just popping folks with the needles there you go that's the news thank you bobby's big story after we finished the show yesterday we walked out got a swimming pool over here and tried to get eddie to walk across the pool now for all our friends in wisconsin or boston like, we get it. Things freeze over there. They never freeze over here. Where we live, they never freeze over. So we're like, wow, can we walk across this pool? And so I said, Eddie, here's some money if you can walk across the pool and do a double axle. Which, <laughs> but again, you can see it on my TikTok at Mr. Bobby Bones. But here is Eddie trying to walk across my swimming pool. Okay, here we go. I'm walking across, right? Oh, my God. This is crazy. <laughs> Okay, where do I do the double axle? Right here? In the middle. Keep going. Go to the right. You got to get over on the double axle. Go. Right here. Ready? Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, I don't know about this. Go. Oh, my gosh. I'm so scared. (laughs) Go on the way. Okay, go. You're good? Get over there. Get over there. Oh, God. Oh, God. He made it! (laughs) Now, how do I get back? You can hear at one point, I genuinely am concerned you're not going to make it. Yeah. Because you started going, it's cracking. It's Did cracking. Did you hear the cracking? You really no. couldn't hear from that clip. But what you don't see in that clip is, I fell before we went out there. <laughs> That's the best. I mean, it was the first thing we did. Let's go outside to get this video, and Bobby eats it on the step. I slipped, and I, I thought I hurt my wrist, but I wiped out. My shoes went flying off my feet. <laughs> you had slippers on. Yes. <laughs> Saw this story about this giant hairball, and it's laying in this pan. I'm like, where did that hairball come from? But it's this 17-year-old kid who had been eating her hair, and they pulled out a foot-and-a-half-long hairball that had torn through her stomach. It's called Rapunzel syndrome, which means she compulsively eats her own hair. She ate enough of it that it was 19 inches long and weighed like two and a half pounds. I just wrapped up hairball. Amy, didn't you used to eat your hair? No, no, no. (laughs) I would pull my hair out. It's very different. And you wouldn't eat it after that? No, never eat it. And now I've gotten to where I just pull at it. I don't like pull it out. Mm. It's not as satisfying though. I I bite my fingernails. If you look at my hands today, I have band-aids all over them Mm. because the Arkansas game got very close last night, the basketball game. And I just go to town. (laughs) My fingernails are basically corn on the cob when I get nervous watching Arkansas sports. You literally bite your fingernails when you're nervous. Yeah, Interesting. You know how cartoons be like, that's what I do. Caitlin saw me putting band-aids on my hands last night. And she was like, were you watching the game? I was like, yeah. She Dang, goes, dude. I, yeah, I do. I go hard. I go hard at everything I do. I'm dedicated. Yeah. All right. In this segment, there's a Russian woman who's had 11 babies at age 23. We'll talk about that. 
A barber trips and accidentally stabs himself. Oh. We'll talk about that. And an Alaska guy's concerned he may have gotten frostbite on his blank. We'll, we'll talk about that. So all that in this segment. Uh, let's go to Sarah in Kansas who wants to talk about Amy's daughter who put an entire metal bowl in the microwave, almost blew up the house. Hey, Sarah, what do you want to say about that? Hey, um, I just wanted to say that you can use aluminum foil in the microwave. Um, and I know that because I have a microwave cookbook and I used to cook my turkey in the microwave and you actually put aluminum foil on the ends of the legs when you cook it. So maybe just so a little can- bit of foil doesn't <laughs> I catch don't know. I, I, You're not going to catch me putting any foil in the microwave after today. <laughs> right. just, that's great. I'm sure if you know the exact amount to put in there, good for you. But not for me. I'm going to wrap a whole thing up and send it in there. Yeah. And it's going to look like a bomb went off in the house. Um, I appreciate that. But you, you say you can put a little bit of foil, just not a lot? Yes. You just wrap around the ends of the legs on the turkey or the chicken. Got it. And you actually cook the turkey or chicken in the microwave. And that was actually in my microwave cookbook when I bought my microwave. Risky. Might have been before they really knew about microwaves and foil. Maybe. (laughs) Hey, thank you for the call, Sarah. Really, really appreciate that. Have a good day. You're welcome. Thank you. Stay warm. Bye-bye. We will try. We are trying to stay warm. Again, yesterday as we're trying to walk across the pool, we have these steps that were leading us out to the pool. And I was so excited that Eddie was going to walk across it. I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. I just walked down the steps, but I had slippers on. And they probably shot out from underneath me 10 feet. Yeah. I fell so hard and my legs went up in the air. Thank God I didn't land on like a bone. Are you okay? Because my you wrist did is sore. Grab your wrist a little my bit. My wrist yeah. is sore, but I'm okay. okay. A woman has 11 babies at the age of 23. It's hard to believe, but in Russia, 23 year old Christina Ozturk has become a mother of 11 babies and she's given birth to another baby. Um, she was 17 when she had her first. But how is that possible? What do you mean? Well, if, she's tw- if she was 17 when she had her first. Oh, nine months in between all of them. Well, that would be nine months after There's that. There's got to be so some twins in Triplets. here too, right? Okay, oh. hold on. But after Christina married 56-year-old millionaire husband Gallup Ozturk, she turned to, okay, surrogate mothers as well. So she has 11 kids. Oh, okay. Got it. The math just wasn't adding up to me once I saw the headline. So you're good at math. I was just like, cool, makes sense to me. No, see, I thought there's no way that's going to happen. However, that's a lot of kids. You're 23, you have 11 babies. That is a lot of kids. There was a, a barber in Boston who's lucky to be alive. After an accident in his barber shop, he accidentally stabbed himself in the chest with his own scissors. Dang. He was walking around his chair and he tripped and landed on top of his shears. The scissors had actually pierced an artery. He needed open heart surgery. But he's going to be okay. Quick thinking for those people around him helped save him. Wow. But don't we always learn when you're cutting hair in a barbershop, don't run with your scissors towards your, <laughs> towards your heart. It was always don't run with scissors, right? Yes. Anybody? Did yeah, your parents always say yeah. that? Yes. I guess I'll leave him here just hanging out. No, I have, um, that's what, I have to tell my kids that. Finally, there's a guy who in Alaska thinks he, his wiener's frostbitten. Right. <laughs> right. How's that possible? Most of the United States is really cold right now, historically freezing. Some areas are finding themselves dealing with issues that never a- happened there, like here at my house. Iced, snowed in, we're stuck. It's just the nature of what's happening right now. We're dealing with it best we can. There's a guy in Alaska 
and he had to go to the internet for advice. He and his lady were heading out for a weekend getaway. He doesn't like being bundled up in the car, so he's wearing a light jacket. Along the way, they saw two old ladies who were in trouble because their SUV had gotten stuck in a snowdrift. So our guy hopped out and spent 20 minutes getting the ladies unstuck. But there was a downside. His legs were a extremely red, rosy color from being out in the frigid air so long. But I'll say this. The tips of my fingers still me from being in Iowa. I don't have all of my feeling back in them. And who knows? I may never again. But let's say the tip of his finger is doing the same thing and was discolored. Now, but I'm not talking about his finger. Okay, I got you. He said You're the about same his way. Finger. Yeah, like my fingers are numb with a slight tingle. He said the top of his quote unquote finger mm. feels tingly, huh. but he thinks it's frostbitten. So. That stinks. And it also, too, goes to show, because I do this as well. Sometimes I'll get in the car, and I won't dress for the weather outside the car. I'll dress because I know what's going to happen in the car. I'm going to go and probably start it early. It's going to be warm inside the car. So that's all I deal with. But you shouldn't. You know, we read these stories about people who get trapped, and they have a can of beans in their car. And they're able to live for three days in the snow because they had a can of beans and a cracker. I don't have anything in my car. I got an old cowboy hat and a book. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that ain't going to keep me alive very long. Uh, here is Pam in Tupelo, Mississippi, who is on the phone. Hello, Pam. Good morning, studio. Morning. Hi. Uh, my question is for Bobby and Eddie. I watched the video of Eddie walking across the pool, and a uh, pretty good pirouette, by the way. And I want to know, did you have your pool cover on your pool and it was covered with snow and ice or was your pool completely frozen? Uh, completely frozen. There is no pool cover on it. I don't own a pool cover. Yeah. Do you even know like what that does or no, why you I, need that? Uh-uh. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know anything about right, pools. Right. <laughs> Only till recently have I had a swimming pool like the last couple of years because we grew up. There was one kid in our town that had a pool and it was an above ground pool and he was the coolest kid. Everybody wanted to be his friend in the summer and the cool kids got invited over to his house. I never did. But no, it was not a pool cover. So it, it was straight up. It's frozen through. Today he'll try a triple axle. Oh, no, I will not. Did your wife see that video? Yes, she did. She's like, this is what you did at work today? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's part of it. Uh, Pam, how's the weather in Tupelo? Uh, we're frozen in. We're you are? Uh, my, my driveway is like a ski slope. We can't, um, we can't go anywhere. Fortunately, we worked for home for so long from the pandemic. I still had my laptop and everything set up here, so we're still able to work, but there's no going anywhere. Yeah, it's a bit. Way, so it'll leave here and head your way. Yes. Yeah, no, don't send it our way. But, you know, like Amy can't get out of her driveway right now because Amy was going to try because she lives close to where I live. She was going to try to drive over to my house. and At least we could work in the same room today. But Amy almost hit a tree backing out of her driveway. Is that true? Yeah, I almost hit a tree in my front yard because I slid off my driveway and I was like, oh, this could get embarrassing. So I stopped driving. So and you haven't left the house at all. No, and we have no food. Like, of course, the one night last night, my kids are asking for broccoli. They never do. We have no food, no fresh food. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, don't eat broccoli. Here, here's some candy. You're fine. (laughs) No, you fed them candy for dinner. (laughs) I mean, all processed. Like, all we have is prepackaged processed stuff because I have nothing fresh. (laughs) We have almost no food. Caitlin's at the point now where she's going. I'll tell you what I ate this morning for breakfast. I had... There was like a quarter of a box of cereal that I must have bought six months ago. It was some kind of odd Cheerio flavor. 
like some kind of honey. It wasn't Honey Nut Cheerios, but it was something. Huh. And so it was the most stale, small, the, the very bottom of the box where some of the Cheerios are broken up into small little pieces. <laughs> I had that and everybody was like rubbery slash extra hard. So that's what I had for breakfast this morning, but we're going to try to go to the grocery store today. We're going to go together. One of us was going to go. We were going to do president, vice president, where at least if one of us goes and they get in trouble, the other one's here with the dogs. Because, <laughs> you know, the president and vice president are never together. But for that reason, if something happens to both of them, we're just kind of screwed. But I think we're going to go together and try to knock it out. Because we just see too many people driving in twos out on the road. And we're going we're gonna to team up and go to the grocery store. And we're going to get meat. Because, again... We're just we're we're finding we're basically making stew of what we have left over at the house right now, and then another big storm's coming up this evening here. Here's some voicemails we got last night. Number one is in regards to the dumbest fight you ever got into with your significant other. I posted a clip on my TikTok about Caitlin and I's dumb fight. It was over Olive Garden soup, but this is Alex. Here you go. Hi, the Lizard Show. The strangest fight that me and my boyfriend ever had was that we thought about how long the contestants on Survivor filmed and how long it takes to edit until they produce it on TV. <laughs> Anyways, it was the dumbest fight ever, and it lasted for about a couple hours. Just one of us thought that it lasted about a year to film and edit, and then one of us thought it was only a few months. So it ended up being somewhere in the middle, but it was our strangest fight. Yeah, it's a pretty strange fight, and the answer is probably... The editing is the hard part. That's what takes the longest. <laughs> they can shoot that thing in a few months, but it takes, you know, a significant amount of time to edit that thing too. Uh, here is Lindsay from Boston. I just have a good tip for y'all when driving in the snow. If you're starting to feel yourself spin out, if the back end is spinning and going to the right, turn your reel to the right and lift off the gas a little bit. Never slam on your brakes. That is New England driver 101 when it comes to snow. Do not hit on your brakes and just let off the gas and always look at where you want to go. All right. Have a good one. I just would be thinking, all right, back in turn. There's too much thinking for me if that happens. You know, and I took my CDL test. Brakes are the enemy whenever it comes to water or ice. Even if there's an accident in the road ahead of you sometimes. Sometimes the worst thing you can do is slam on your brakes. Sometimes, oddly, the best thing you can do is just go around it. Like, continue your forward momentum. Uh, but yeah, snow, I stink when it comes to sliding. Because I'm just like, ah, I just throw my hands up and I just go, you know what, God, take me away. <laughs> it's over. You know what? <laughs> I got myself here. I'm happy to see what happens now. Uh, here is Tim from South Florida. Bones, I just want to let you know, the people that got rescued by the Coast Guard, what they were eating is actually pronounced conch, not conch. Also wanted to let you know, it was like 80 degrees here today. Yeah! Stay warm, stay safe, <laughs> love the show. Again, I didn't even know what that was. I was talking about how these people were, were stranded and they ate a bunch of, as I said, conch, because that's how it's spelled. But thank you to Tim in South Florida who was able to write my ship. It's called conch. But it is spelled conch. I, I, I just didn't know what it was. Uh, here is Erica from Pittsburgh. Morning, studio. I watched the TikTok video of Eddie walking across the pool. I was dying laughing. It was so funny. But I continued to take a deep dive into Eddie's 
TikTok and I saw a really interesting video that he posted back um, in January. He said it was of his neighbor's property and there was a tiger walking around. So I just want to know, was that real? Was that really his neighbor's house? What is going on with that? All right, thanks. I can't wait to hear more info about it. Talk to you later. Go ahead, Eddie. So when I first got TikTok, I started watching everyone's videos and I realized quickly that it's all a bunch of tricks. Like people like to trick you and like, oh, I found this wire in my yard and you follow it for like three videos and it's nothing at the end. So I was at the zoo and it kind of looked like I was in my neighborhood and I got a video. I'm like, oh my gosh, my neighbor has a tiger. And I just posted it, wanted to see what people thought. It never caught on. It did. (laughs) (laughs) That's the story. And listen, we're so snowed in right now. We're just looking for stuff to do. Right. I mean, we're at home going, what do we do? You know, luckily, I have this little studio in my house now. Because of COVID, we've had to develop a lot of ways to do shows other than just driving in. But I was thinking once when I was maybe 19 years old and I was living at home in Hot Springs, Arkansas, we had a huge snowstorm where they were like, okay, the snow and the ice is coming. Get to the radio station. So I drove at like 2 in the morning to 105.9 KLAZ, which was my station forever, the first station I started on. And so we got there probably 2, 2.30, and the storm moved in that morning. But we were snowed in for five days. It was me and another friend. We did every shift. <laughs> we were so tired. There were no showers in that building. We were so tired and so just musty from stinking. <laughs> we would go, and at first we would do, okay, you do six hours, I'll do six hours. But there weren't cell phones to play games. There was just books. Ugh. And so we'd read books and... It went from 6 to 6 to 4 to 4. Then we were just like sleeping for two hours and trading and going on the air delirious. Finally, when the snow melted, we left. We were on the air for almost five days straight. Awful and awesome at the same time. And I remember too, like this is like early spring when we got this snowstorm. And so there was an AM station in our building. And they ran St. Louis Cardinal baseball. And so if you're from Arkansas, most Arkansans, I'm a Cubs fan, but most Arkansans are are Cardinal fans because we used to have the farm club that went into the Cardinals. And also geographically, it's the closest team just about. And so we ran the Cardinals on the AM station and there would be the crowd and the announcers. And you'd hear the announcers go, all right, three, two, here's the pitch. And you could always kind of hear the crowd through the microphone. (laughs) I was so bored sitting at the station when the games would come on uh, in the evening I would go and sit behind the, the microphone at the AM station while the announcers were doing the games and be like, all right, here we go. It's a 3-1 count. Again, you can hear the crowd murmurs, but I would scoot back and act like I was in the crowd and be <laughs> shouting stuff You're so like dumb. the microphones could hear me. I would be like, you suck, Ozzy Smith. <laughs> and I think people, I hope people thought I was just someone in the crowd. I'd be like, let me get some of those peanuts. Hey, how many peanuts are in a bag? So I'm trolling the people that were listening to the AM station. (laughs) So dumb. Then there was also this channel. And I think think every town, I don't know if every big city does, but if you're in a small town like I grew up in, there was always this channel. I think it was Channel 5 on our cable system. And it just showed the time. And like you could buy like little advertisements and words would just, every 30 seconds it would change. It would be like in the Chamber of Commerce this week. You know, and then the next one would be like over at Doug's Pretzel Stand. And so it showed the time, (laughs) the weather, and just some words. And so they ran the AM station on this channel, too. And so I thought, man, what would be funny is if I got on at like 1 in the morning. Because who gets stuck on that station unless you're, you're flipping through channels and you pass out drunk or something? <laughs> and so I would get behind the microphone and I would go, Hey, uh, wh- why are you watching this channel right now? Stop it. <laughs> it's uh, 2 in the morning. There's no reason for you to watch this. Ch- it's channel 5, man. Like, 
There's nothing on Channel 5 right now. It's just words. Why are you watching me? And I would just hope that someone would trip over that and go, oh my God, the TV's talking to yeah. me. I had way too much to drink. <laughs> one of those drunk I'd, guys. Yes. <laughs> I never heard from one. But that's my last big snowstorm in radio. That's what I did. Just mess with people because that's what we do here. All right. Thank you. So reusable bags are good for the environment, obviously. They're like, hey, when you go, if you can, bring your own bag. Use it over and over again. But they do say that reusable bags are horrible for your health. They say that most of these reusable bags contain large amounts of bacteria since most people don't clean them regularly. Now, we have a couple of reusable bags. We probably don't use them as much as we should, but we do use them occasionally. Amy, I've never once cleaned it. Have you ever? Do you, do you have any of these? Yes, and you're right. I've never cleaned. <laughs> no. The main issue is produce and meat products that sit in the mm. bag and then gather bacteria. The best thing to do, they say, is to throw your reusable bag in the washing machine when you do laundry. Also avoid storing it in your car. And they're good for all around the year. So, so swap them out too if you can. So just a heads up, just a little tip. Because you could also get sick. If you continue to put the stuff in your body and it's in the bag, you could get sick. So there you go. A little uh, The More You Know from the Bobby Bone Show. Uh, thank you, guys. We will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Show.